Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, the crime critic, back with another episode for y'all. Today, in this particular episode, I'm going to be talking about a movie. Well, it's not a movie. It's a television show that I was watching and how watching that show and what was going on in that show just really impacted me. It made me see things in a different way, and, and I was so grateful for it. I just want to share that with y'all. You never know where you're going to get, you know what I'm saying, that insight into life. You never know where you're going to get it from, and it's rare that you'll get it from a television show. But again, I appreciated it when I got it, but and I want to share that with y'all. But before I get to that, I want to let you know that my YouTube page is up and running. It's doing time with Joe. Go check that out. I've got some episodes up there. Right now, i got about 20 episodes up, and they're going to be putting more up. You know what I'm saying? i got a big library. So go check that out. Subscribe. And share that with your friends, man. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate all the support that you've been giving me. And continue to check out my podcast as well. And uh, let's keep it moving, y'all. I appreciate y'all. But let, let me get back to the topic I want to talk about. Now, I was watching one of the shows that I particularly watch on Tuesday nights. It's called FBI, right? In this episode, it was uh, FBI Most Wanted. Yeah, I think this was FBI Most Wanted, right? And this analyst, she had been kidnapped. Well, actually, she was going on a trip to see her sister, right? And she saw this little girl in the restroom washing her hands, but her wrist had, like, marks on it, like she had been strapped down or something like that, right? So she looked at her, and then she took her phone out, and she put in the phone, are you okay? And showed the little girl, right? And the little girl said, no. She shook her head, no. Now, keep in mind, it's a grown woman in the uh, on the other side of the restroom, washing uh, her coat out or something like that, right? And this happens to be this little girl's mother or stepmother, right? So anyway, the, the, the FBI lady, she typed in and then she said, do you need help? And then the little girl looked at her and gave her that signal like, yeah, okay. So the FBI lady was talking, when, when they were getting, all three of them getting ready to go out of the restroom, she said something to her about the little girl, how did she get the whips on her arm? And the mother grabbed her and they run out. And when they got out in the parking lot, the father must have been waiting on them out there. He hits her in the back of the head, throw her in the back of the car, knock her out or whatever the case may be. She's kidnapped, right? Now, this little girl is in the car and the mother and the father and the FBI analyst and they're on their way down the road, right? So anyway, the next morning, the FBI discovers that she's missing and now they're looking for her, okay? But the point I want to focus on about this in this episode is that she was uh, taken to this house and this little girl happened to be... Uh, being molested her own father was uh, pimping her out to these uh sex offenders right and uh videos all over the place about it and all this and that right but when i was looking at that show i couldn't help but think that uh, i and other people in prison even though i'm in here for murder i'm not in here for any sex charges you know what i'm saying i'm in here, I'm in here for murder but I couldn't help but think but that that monster that that person was being that was molesting and raping that young girl, 12 years old, by the way, and the father, that monster, and the mother, that monster, I couldn't help but think that in some ways, in many ways, society looks at us, all, those of us in prison, as those monsters. And... It really made me sad, and I'm going to be honest. I got to keep it real, you know what I'm saying, with y'all. You know what I'm saying? We family, you know. Uh, I started crying while I was watching the show. Tears started rolling down my face. Not boo-hooing like, uh, not like that. It's just 
silent, you know, and the tears were rolling down my face and I would wipe them off and look over and make sure my cellar didn't see me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the tears were rolling down my face and I'm like, this is terrible. You know what I mean? That there are people in the world like that. And some of those people are in this prison. Um, well, not this particular prison, I'm going to say, but in prison with me. But I don't think that society separates the monster from the monsters. You feel what I mean? We're all seen as monsters. We've hurt people, right? And during the course of the kidnapping, the FBI analyst, she finds a way to get free of the handcuffs and they're leaving. But she's telling this young girl this story about a person that she was telling her that it was her sister. But it actually turned out to be her. But anyway, she was telling her that this this uh, friend of hers had come to her aid and told her, look, because she had gotten in some trouble. She pushed people away because she was a rape victim. She had pushed people away and she would gotten involved in a lot of criminal activity. She was acting on her hurt and her pain and it pushed her to the wrong side of the track, so to speak. It pushed her into the criminal world where it's dark, where you can hide. OK, so. Anyway, she told the young girl, she was trying to inspire the young girl. It's like, look, we're going to get out of this. I'm going to make sure this never happens to you again. And you're going to be able to go on with your life and be a success. And the little girl was doubtful about that. So she told her this story about uh, you can either be the anchor or you can be the hammer. You know what I mean? The anchor is holding you down, keeping you in place. Or the hammer is somebody that's knocking those barriers down and moving forward. Right? But the little girl didn't understand the story. I understood it as soon as she said it, but the little girl didn't understand the story, right? And basically what she was telling her is that you can use your pain for good, right? Take that pain that you're experiencing off of repeat. You understand what I mean? Take that pain that you are experiencing and take it off repeat. Because as long as you continue to live that pain especially when you've crossed that line and gone into that dark side of life criminal world and being somebody that doesn't live by any moral code of decency once you do that and you continue to relive that pain you're not only thing you're going to do is cause more pain to the world cause other people to become victims and continue to re-victimize yourself you understand so in that i was like man this is a beautiful thing, right? Because I started to understand a lot more that I have to give myself and those other individuals that are in prison, regardless of what they're in here for, we have to pay for what we did, right? That's just what it is. But we have to start using our pain for good. We cannot continue to use what happened to us in a way that excuses us hurting somebody else right now whatever the reason is that you know your loved one or if you're somebody that actually went to prison whatever the reasons were that you went to prison whatever the reasons are that you're currently in prison what you have to do what i would recommend that you do and it's going to be a beautiful thing if you do what i'm saying i'm telling you you have to stop using your pain as an excuse to cause pain you have to do that. And when you start to do that, you're going to see life in a different way. You're going to see opportunities where there were no opportunities before because you were living in darkness. 
you're going to be able to see a way to do some things to create good in the world. To create good in the world. That has to be your goal. And if that's not going to be the goal, then all you're going to do is continue to hurt people and you're not going to help yourself at all. Trust me. You're not going to help people at all or yourself. So what you have to do is turn that around. And it's hard to turn that around, especially when you're in prison, when you're not thinking about doing good. People say, well, how can you do good in prison? How can you do good in jail? Or how can you do good after you've been released from prison and everybody's down on you, not giving you a chance and so on and so forth? Well, what you have to do is something that I spoke about in my previous episode about being reluctant to participate in activities with other people, what you have to do is give yourself permission to live life. You have to give yourself permission to live life and take all of that pain that you're feeling and turn that energy, that negative energy into positive energy, no matter what you're going through. And And this applies to people that may have never been put in prison. If you're suffering from something and you're feeling some kind of way and it hurts because somebody has wronged you, what you have to do is move beyond that, take that pain and turn it into something positive. Help somebody. The easiest way to do that, I can't, I'm not going to be specific about you should do A, B, or C, but I'm going to tell you something very simple that I do that will get you on the path and then you'll develop your own way of dealing with it is that put other people before yourself in a good way without expectation of anything in return. And you're going to start to see that the universe is going to return to you that good karma. And then you're going to be just fine. And you're going to be on that road to doing good things. Okay? Just wanted to drop that on you, right? I'm going to wrap this thing up. But just think about what I'm saying. Think about what I'm saying. Use your pain, the anger, the grief, the sorrow, the guilt. Use all of that for good. Take that negative energy, turn it into positive energy, and you're going to be just fine. This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, the crime critic, and I say peace, y'all.